Hello, and welcome to the Lancet Podcast. Nikolai Humphreys here on Friday, September the 10th. This week, psychological violence from intimate partners towards pregnant women, an overlooked clinical and public health issue. Just before that, some other content highlights. Hepatitis E vaccination issues appear throughout the journal this week, with a long editorial, comment, letter, and research article on the topic. Also this week, research published online recently to coincide with the European Society cardiology meeting in Vienna. The shift papers about chronic heart failure, one about ivabridine and cardiac outcomes, the other about heart rate as a risk factor, and both have linked comments. Talking of comments, look out for an interesting piece about Philip Morris Tobacco in Uruguay, and also, this week's seminar discusses primary ovarian inefficiency. But back to the main feature this week, intimate partner violence directed at pregnant women and resultant postnatal depression. Earlier, Richard Lane spoke to one of the study authors, Professor Ricardo Araya, from the University of Bristol in the UK. Professor Ricardo Araya, many thanks indeed for talking to The Lancet. You're one of the authors of this fascinating study to do with violence, intimate partner violence among women who are pregnant and links with postnatal depression. We'll talk about the details of the study in a moment. Can you first of all give us some context and tell us what previous research had told us about this issue? What we know it is that domestic violence is uh, fairly common all throughout the world, but even more common in uh, poorer countries in the developing world for reasons that we don't really understand fully. But domestic violence is a, a fairly common problem in, in the UK as well. We know that it comes with uh, a number of adverse consequences, many of which are related to the psychological well-being of the person, of the victims. And do go on and tell us about the current study. This is a very interesting study. It's, it's a pros prospective cohort study, and it was done in a part of Brazil. Tell us about the region in, in Brazil where this was done. Sure. This was done in, in the northern part of Brazil, in a city called Recife, a very fairly large city. And all the women that were recruited into this cohort lived in socially deprived areas, in very poor areas of Recife. Tell us about the number of women enrolled in the study and how you did that prospectively. Well, first of all, it's important to emphasize that this is the very first time that a cohort study uh, of uh, pregnant women in the developing world has ever been done. So that's uh, yet another merit of this uh, uh, paper. We recruited um, approximately 1,000 women that we followed over time. And another uh, important point to to raise is that um, approximately 90% of these women were successfully followed up uh, after a year, which is a, a very uh, a good rate in, in any cohort. And do go on and tell us about the main findings, because I think what's so interesting about this paper is the focus on the psychological violence rather than physical and sexual violence. Indeed, I think that was the, the main uh, point. Uh, that we were trying to uh, study what is really the impact of psychological violence in the um, well-being of, of these mothers. And what we discovered is that you know, psychological violence is by far the commonest form of domestic violence reported by women, by far. It is the, probably the best predictor of postnatal depression. and It seems to be much more important than physical or even sexual violence, both of which, incidentally, are uh, not as common. Uh, they're relatively rare in this cohort. The main finding it is, you know, the importance of psychological violence, which is very often 
neglected when policies are being discussed because most, most of the policies are being based on, on physical and sexual violence. Can you put some numbers into the results, quantify what we're looking at here? Because presumably you had a, a proportion of the 1,000 or so cohort of women who developed postnatal depression, but also you very clearly had some numbers according to the questionnaires they'd done, obviously before they got postnatal depression to say whether they had actually been subjected to violence, psychological or otherwise? To begin with, uh, to say that, you know, postnatal depression is fairly common in this setting. Approximately one out of four women in our cohort experience postnatal depression. The second thing which is important to say, it is psychological violence, as I said before, it is very frequent. Approximately one third of the women had well reported psychological violence in pregnancy. Psychological uh, violence, um, women who reported psychological violence were 2.3 times more likely to develop postnatal depression than any of the other women, even when adjusting for all other forms of violence. It is a fairly large risk of developing postnatal depression for the women who reported psychological violence. And of the 25% approximately women who develop postnatal depression, what proportion of those had been subjected to violence? Approximately a third of these women had um, reported psychological violence. What is also important to say it is that, you know, we use one fancy statistic which is called um, the population attributable fraction that explains roughly what percentage of postnatal depression can be explained by a risk factor, in this case psychological violence. And we can say that approximately 10% of all postnatal depression is explained by psychological violence. And can you just give examples of what explicitly is meant by psychological violence? That's an umbrella term, isn't it? What sorts of examples were the women giving you as examples of psychological violence? This is a really important question, actually. We, we use a questionnaire that had been developed by the World Health Organization to be used in different countries in a previous study. And in that instrument, there are four questions uh, related to psychological violence that basically are issues around whether or not the uh, person, the woman in this case, had been insulted by her partner, whether or not the woman had, had been humiliated in front of other people by the partner, whether or not the other person had actually done things to intimidate or scare. And finally, whether or not that, the, that woman had been threatened to be hurt uh, either herself or someone she cared for. Uh, so those were, those were the, 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 fair, the four uh, main points. And it's important to say that the more positive answers that you have to these questions, the more likely you are to experience postnatal depression later on. And finally, could you tell us how we should interpret these findings, certainly the implications for public health, but also the clinical implications for how women are managed through through pregnancy, there, there must be questions raised here because I think traditionally postnatal depression or links with it have been associated with physical violence. Yes, I think, you know, this is one of the, uh, the main issues that we raise in the paper that uh, so far most of the debate has been around the importance of physical or sexual violence. Psychological bi violence has had, had been neglected because, for, among many other reasons, because it is very, very difficult to define. So there is an issue here as to whether or not the clinician should uh, be paying more attention to this psychological violence. 
And at the same time, at that sort of policy level, it's also important for those people making policy to begin to realize that maybe there is something that we need to do to address this psychological violence. Although it is difficult to define, it is a very important factor uh, in terms of predicting postnatal depression. So something needs to be done. Well, it's a fascinating study. Professor Araya, on the line from the University of Bristol in the United Kingdom, many thanks indeed for talking to The Lancet. Thank you. And be sure to look out for the comment linked to this study by Rachel Jukes of the Medical Research Council in South Africa. But that's about all we have time for this week. Thanks for listening in. See you next week.